evening podcast. This is a first. Yeah, it is a first. It's also been a while since we have last uh, spoken. It feels like it's been a while. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe it was probably last week. Did we do one last week? Uh, I'll try and check quickly. I don't know if we did. Yeah. But this must be like episode 27? 29. 29. Dang. Rolling through these. 21st of October was the last time we did this. We'll be catching up Joe Rogan anytime soon. (laughs) I hope so. He's done like 1700 or something ridiculous. Something like that, yeah. His are a bit longer though. Just a tad. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting like Paul Check. Is he actually? Well, in terms of length of podcast. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, his his can be pretty lengthy as well. Yeah, weighty. The problem is that it's just all knowledge as well, it's especially Paul Checks. <clears throat> there's not not a lot of it is horsing around. No, so it's you're there for three hours of learning. Yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, which, which is hard. It, That's hard yeah. going. Hmm? That aches the brain. At least I can pause them and then yeah. like come back and make notes and rewind. And do you make notes? On big podcasts like that? No. Well, no. Because I just, I'll never have the same notepad or something. Although I did see an app the other day that actually lets you save snippets as text. Ooh. So if while you're listening to a podcast, you're like, ah, oh, that right mm, there. Mm-hmm. It lets you like clip it. Yeah. Um, that was actually the first time I was like, oh, I'd use that. But you can, I mean... You can sort of do that as a workaround with like the screen recording. Okay. Because it records everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But no, not normally. I would just listen to it a couple of times and kind of yeah. mental notes. Yeah. I like to think I can absorb stuff. Yeah. 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 Listen to it a couple of times, definitely. If it's good. Yep. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we have been, yeah. Mm, sweet. Not very long. It's uh, two minutes. Oh, that's all right. So you had a question earlier today. I did. Um, last time we spoke, uh, it actually surprised me that you put breathing as like the number one thing people should work on or get right or yeah. uh, pay attention to kind of. It's number one on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't actually expecting you. I don't know what I was expecting you to say, but I wasn't expecting you to say breathing. Gains, right? Um, more, lift more weight. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, yeah, that's... But, I, yeah, it just threw me. And then it was... But how do you know? How do, how do you know when you're breathing well, when you're breathing badly, when you need to maybe reduce the weight, when you maybe need to stop doing that exercise? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you... How, how would someone tell, like, really kind of quickly? Really quickly. Well, I don't know. Uh, like, make it simple for the people. Um, <laughs> oh, make it simple for them. It is an interesting one. Um, I mean, it's a great question, obviously. Of course it is. But then we sort of have to talk about, like, working in versus working out as well. Okay. Yeah. So some people yeah. are clearly exercising too hard relative to all the other stresses that they're dealing with. Okay. So their exercise stress isn't a positive one. Like they're just going in the gym and they're killing themselves or they're going for a run and they're killing themselves Mm. or whatever. They're just pushing to maximum. Yep. But they're not taking into consideration all the other physiological loads that they're dealing with. Okay. You know, they 
don't sleep great. Yeah. They don't hydrate, uh, you know, 100%. Perhaps they drink too much coffee. Perhaps they drink too much booze. Yeah. Perhaps they got too much mental, emotional stress, like yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so all of their buckets are filled up and their release is exercise, yeah. but then they're killing it on their exercise. So they're already going to be breathing poorly probably because of their physio- there's a high chance they'll already be breathing poorly uh, at a physiological resting state mm-hmm. like their body's just stressed mm-hmm. so then they go to exercise and it doesn't really make any difference because they were expecting to work out hard and yeah. for their breathing to be fast and okay. difficult to catch um but I, I, th- I think really like a, where would a sensible starting point would be go for a walk mm-hmm. and just breathe through your nose. Okay. Like not a fast walk, just go for a walk and mm-hmm. just nose breathe mm-hmm. and do that for like 20 minutes. Cause, okay. Because you should be able to do that. Like the walk shouldn't be so stressful that it disrupts then your breath pattern, okay. your breathing pattern. Okay. Like yeah. that might be a good first gauge so if it is, if if the walk breaks the breathing pattern, yeah. does that mean you shouldn't then escalate what you're doing? Y- yeah. Like you need to reevaluate yeah, exactly. the loads on the system at yes. that point. Okay. Yeah, you need to look at look at the loads that are going in and and evaluate them. And then you you know, you could kind of run the experiment, okay, how slow do I need to walk in order to regulate my breath? Mm. Like okay. Or can I regulate my breathing being still? Okay. So actually start with start still and then go from there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So people probably actually need to work in for a long time before they even start working out. Yeah, I th- I think working in is a a really useful skill to teach yourself and train into. Okay. Um because you know, pushing the body to extremes and and making the breath work really hard is normal like it, it's a it's part of the system your body just does it right yep. like if we ran across the road breathing would kick in yep but it's a really good skill to be able to exercise or move at a relatively low intensity and have control over your breath mm. um which yeah it, it takes a lot of work Okay. So I mean if you're if you're but if you're familiar with working in kind of philosophies, mm. i.e. the breath dictates, say, the speed of the movement, um, and you're just trying to cultivate energy, so you know, like Tai Chi patterns, yep. or you're but you're integrating that into conventional exercise, like lifting weights. Um a couple of things you can look out for is if the mouth dries. Okay. As soon as your mouth dries, you're done. Oh right. What is Even if you've just been nose breathing, or your mouth has been closed the entire time, right? Yeah. But it dries out, you're done. Oh, right. Your your system is stressed. Oh, right. Oh, so that's actually a signal. Yep. Okay. Everything's a signal. Like your tongue dries out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. Even though you might have been in control of your breathing. Mm. And yeah. hydrating and, yep. and all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, anything else? Like any other signal? Like that that's a pretty clear one for it's a, Yeah, it's a clear one. Um I mean the breath moving out of out of control mm-hmm. 
it happens initially it happens without you even noticing yeah. so you think you've got control of your breath and then you realize oh i just held my breath okay yeah like that kind of thing so holding your breath is bad yeah I, yeah i mean what what exercise yeah what exercise are you doing like if you're lifting maximal weights then you might need to hold the breath to or at least hold it for part of the yeah. lift okay and allow some of the air to come out during mm. phases of the lift. Okay. But for most people, if like, you know, from an exercise perspective, if you're cycling, yeah, or, yeah, like you yeah. want air to be yeah. going in and out. Like you want that cycle, that system mm. functioning and operating. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like you, you wouldn't want to hold your breath on a bike, right? No, I, was, I wasn't thinking bike when I kind of asked the question, I was thinking more weight. Yeah. So in, in the gym, lifting weights. Yeah. Breathing. Okay. Yeah, and like I say, unless you're lifting loads, yeah, yeah. which require a breath hold, mm. but then you'd be resetting each time. Yeah, like it'd be that yeah, heavy yeah. that you'd you have a natural reset. Mm. Take a breath, lift, mm. put it down. You know, if you're doing repetitions, yeah, you should be breathing. Okay, yeah, because then you can just keep yeah. repping. In yeah. and again, the it, this is where it can get confusing for people, but it depends on kind of the objective of your workout mm-hmm. that you might breathe in a different format during the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very common to be told to breathe out under the exertion, mm. but some that, that again, it can depend on the movement, the, the movement yeah. itself, the direction of the movement. Yeah. So it doesn't always tie into exertion yeah, point. Okay. Yeah. It can do, but yeah. Okay. So cool. it, sometimes, yeah, it can sound like you're, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Can't get condescending out of my head, but that's not the right word. Okay. Where, where you're yeah. sending like a conflicting message. Yes. But it, it's not a conflicting message. It's a, this is the objective of how we're doing this exercise. Okay. You know. Okay. That's it's a bit good. like doing, um, to give you an example, like a McKenzie yes. back extension. Yeah. So you can breathe out as you go into the extension, as you mm-hmm. push up and mm-hmm. arch up, or you can breathe in. Yes. It depends what yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to achieve out of the pattern. Okay. And it does have a very different feeling to it as well when mm. you do it that way. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably suggest people just start like... With the walk. Can, can, well, yeah, just sit. Mm. Can you regulate your breath work? Mm. Can you take, you know, a slow controlled inhale to exhale cycle, like get a metronome happening... Mm. See how many counts you breathe in on, see how many counts you breathe out on. Like you can get these apps yeah. easy enough. And this is all through the nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we aiming for not being able to hear your breath? That would be I that that's a the marker of a of a nice resting physiological mm. breath is it's it's long, it's smooth, it's full. So okay. you, so you're completely filling with air, but it's also quiet. Okay. So yeah, you don't hear it. You're not, you're not making a ton of noise. Okay. Yeah. Because that's just too much effort. Yeah. Wasted energy. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. So if you're supposed to be breathing at rest, then the mm. breath should be restful. Okay. So if you're trying to suck air in, that's not very restful. It's no. quite stressful. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for and, doing a different spin on that. Uh, so going back to your breath holding thing. I, I can sort of clearly identify times where I'd be holding my breath because of 
relative level of stress. And for me, it's laying in the dentist chair. Okay, yeah. So okay. I, I'm not doing anything. I'm literally laying in the chair, mm. holding my mouth open. Right? Mm. And, and I'll then notice that my body's gone tight and I'm holding my breath. Because the stress of the situation yeah. has created that. So my body's like, what, what? Mm. yeah, holding. I breathe really poorly while I drive a car. It's a very stressful situation. Yeah. Especially the speed you drive at. (laughs) (laughs) Slow is safe. Um, (laughs) But I notice I I definitely restrict uh, capacity when Mm. I'm breathing. Yeah. We're not really designed to bomb around at 40 miles an hour. No, we're not. I I notice it. Yeah. Mm. It's very stressful. You don't think of it as being stressful, but no. It, but that's why people turn to kind of effing and blinding so quickly mm. because it's so stressful that mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, you're already at like ninety. Yeah, you're already there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just need someone to not. But indicate. it's so yeah, it's so normal. Cars are so normal. It's such a normal part of life that it's. I guess you can't let it be a stressful situation because yeah. you, you need it to get the job done. Yeah, so. it is interesting though. I'm aware of it. I'm working on it. Yeah, precisely. So again, it just becomes one of those things where is it, A, is it safe to practice breath work whilst mm. you're, you, you know, like, so you've got to practice yeah. in, in an environment where you start to master it. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, you know, you start sat or laying down, mm-hmm. once you've mastered it laying down, great, let's go to standing up mm. and not moving. Can you still maintain good breath work then? Yes. And if you can do it when you're standing, well, can you do it now when you're moving? Like, let's yeah. go for a little walk. Let's see if you can still kind of stay in control of it. Mm. And if you can manage a little walk, how about a fast walk? Mm. Okay. Like, yeah. So you really are going back to basics with yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Back to square one. Absolutely. What sort of uh, benefits would you expect someone to see when they start breathing well? Well, certainly like a general mood um improvement really yeah so like they're a bit like when we were talking about um like a depression and joy rebound ability yeah so they get more robust okay emotionally and stuff you're more robust emotionally when you breathe well yeah well i guess yeah you're not stressed yeah it's not fight or flight and then the body okay yeah sorry that I don't know why that was so astounding to me. Like, oh my God. Yeah. But it, it makes complete sense. Though. It makes sense, but it is astounding at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, how, how do you, you know, harness your immune system? Mm. You do breath. controlled breath work. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah, it makes perfect sense. You know, what do you do when you're in pain? Breathe. Regulate yeah, your breath. Yeah, yeah. What do you do when you're falling into really cold water? Regulate breath. your breathing. What do you do when you're trying to fall asleep? Because it controls your stress response. Mm, Okay, yeah. It's the the rev counter kind of thing. Yeah. And it's the, yeah, it's it's, obviously it's extremely reactive, Mm. but it is something you can control. Mm. Hmm. Which is, you know, that's part of why people do like a lot of cold water exposure. Why it's becoming more fashionable is because it's, it's a way to do stress acclimatization, like, but in a controlled way. Yes. Because you can leave that situation when you want to, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they do say, well, obviously Wim Hof himself sees a bit like people need to expose themselves to a different type of stress mm-hmm. to realise that the stress they're exposed to isn't really stress. Yeah. Yeah. And that they can control their reactions mm. to mm. it. Yeah. Which you can only do with practice. Yeah. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to master that with, overnight. You know, and, and you, you you see evidence of it all the time when, you know, someone does something and they're like, calm down, breathe. Yes. But you know full well what when you have an idea of how to breathe, mm. you realise that that's useless advice. Yeah. Breathe. That that person doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. So it's useless advice. Like, tell them how to do it. Great. Mm. Just telling someone to breathe. Take a deep breath. People don't know how to do that. Yeah. Especially in they, the moment as well. Yeah, they open their mouth and they suck air in. Yeah. It just hits the back of the throat and doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah you know st- do take take that kind of breath outside when it's cold mm. hurts your throat doesn't go anywhere yeah you have yeah, to breathe in slowly mm. right so yeah it's yeah it's interesting well i was watching a we were watching a youtube um clip the other day and there's a guy who i can't even think of his name but he literally travels all over the world finding kind of really interesting curiosities and engineering feats and just kind of gives you a bit of a lowdown on it and he was doing some um caving mm-hmm. he doesn't really like enclosed spaces much like not terrible fear but not keen yeah so he he's goes down into caving like cheddar gorge or something like that oh, cool. and obviously he's got a team with him like yep. he's got a guide and and they have to go through water mm. so the first bit of water that they have to go through is about knee high, right? Okay. So it goes over the top of his wellies. Yep. And his feet get cold. And he goes into a massive shock response oh. from getting really cold feet. And yeah. and he's sat there and he's, he's because he's clearly smart, mm. he's trying to figure out, you know, my body's gone into cold shock, mm. blah, 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 blah. But he's talking Mm. all the time and he's not catching his breath uh, okay so yeah. he's not doing anything to regulate himself okay so he's just you know the camera's on him and he's just talking and, and mm. trying to figure out why 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 i can't believe like you you guys have all been through that and you're absolutely fine are your feet not cold Mike? my feet mm. are cold and i'm and he's just sending himself into this spiral of stress okay and no one you know these yeah experienced people no one said shut the fuck up yeah, and just breathe. And just breathe. Yeah. And this is how you're going to do it. Mm. And he, he, it took him like 10 minutes to calm oh, wow. down. Wow. <laughs> and then he obviously had to come back mm. through the same thing, right? So his bra- in his brain, he's like, well, I've done it once. Mm. You know, I, there was a bit of a shock response. I think second time through, I'll be fine. Nah, nah he wasn't. Same thing. Wow. It, it didn't take him quite as long to recover, mm. but the same thing. And he went through the same reaction. He was over-talking it. Uh, okay. He was like, oh, I, I know, you know, this will pass in a matter of... Mm. Just shut up. Could have passed sooner. Could yep. have passed a lot sooner. Yeah. You could have controlled it. And then you can expose yourself to it. Like once you figured out, ah, I can control my reaction, then he can do stress acclimatization. Yep. He can expose himself to it and go... Okay, I'll deal with this. Mm. Like, I know I can deal with this. Breathe. Yep. Wow. It was really interesting. It was really interesting. Mm. So, yeah. 
So yes, put yourself in stressful situations and try and regulate it. Yeah, control but, your response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to be the master of your own ship. So. Yep. so exercise is a great way to do that. That's exactly what it is. It's a like put yourself control. into a stressful situation yep. and control your breath. Yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. That's simple. That's simple. Easy peasy. <laughs> anyone can do it. Yeah, anyone can do it. No, it really is, but it makes so much sense. Now that someone said it, because yeah. you pointed it out, you... Well, it's just, I guess it's just one of those things that I've seen so many times mm. clinically. Mm. You know, someone's laying down yes. and, and they're having treatment and yet they're they're hyperventilating. Yeah. And you're like, why are you breathing that fast? Like, genuinely, I'm just, right now, I'm not being mean to you, yeah, I'm being yeah. nice to you, yeah. but you're breathing like... Do you ask them? Uh, no, I, okay. I, I will feed back to someone. If they're hyperventilating, I'll, afterwards I'll say, right. It depends what the symptoms, because sometimes you can teach them in the moment. Like you can go, right now, just pay attention to your breath for me. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, okay. How, how often you're breathing, where's yeah, it going, yeah. all those kind of things. Okay. And just then teach them the process of breathing properly. Okay. Yeah. I've had people cry <laughs> because they're I so their their reaction to me teaching them how to breathe like three breaths properly. Yeah. And they've gone, I haven't breath breathed like that. I don't know that doesn't sound right. No, no. I haven't breathed like that for years. Even though they might have been like really yeah. fit. Yeah. Because they're just used to push, push, push. And as soon as they get pain, whether that's breathing or an inability, they just keep pushing. Mm. Don't want to fail. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you can have someone you can have someone who breathes horribly, mm. super fast, all to the wrong areas, i.e. they're at rest, laying down on their back. So it's just chest. Yeah, I was okay, I was gonna say, what do you mean all to the wrong areas? Yeah, so they they're just chest is doing all the lifting. Okay. And you can correct it in, mm. in that moment by just calm instruction. And as soon as they go upright, they can't do it. Because the stress of being vertical. Is enough. Yep. Yeah, okay. I do know the heart pumps something like two litres less per minute or something. Yeah. When you're stood upright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just the stress of going vertical is enough to throw people off. These people don't, I don't think these people should be driving cars. Like daily to work with other people. Does not. Um, uh, you know, yeah, we all take yeah. it for granted, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Quite rightly, but yeah. it's worth focusing in on every now and again. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> hell yeah. And I thought I was a little bit conscious of my breath, but I think I need to become more conscious of my breath <sighs> in a situation. Yeah, it's hard because life, right? You got other oh, yeah. things to think about and worry about. You don't just need to. <laughs> I think I'm the weird one, right? Like, Why? I think about my breath a lot. Oh, right. And I, I always, but, do you know what? Uh, I always have. Okay. I remember, um, I don't know how old I would have been, probably like, my guess would be like six. Okay. And I remember like cuddling my mum on the sofa, right? And I'm looking at my belly going up and down. Yeah. And I was like, 
no one else does this. Is this normal? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your... like when I breathe, my belly goes up and down. Yeah. Like, is that is that normal? And yep. obviously, my mum didn't have an answer for that. Yeah. But children are the coaches for breath mm. work. Mm. Like young young kids, because they're asleep and their their bellies are just like yeah driving up and down, big pistons. Mm. And then we get all stressed and become grown up. And, Forget how to deal with that. Yeah, stuff. And yeah, and you've got to hold obviously your abdominals tight. Yeah, you got to look good. <laughs> got to look good yeah. under all the clothes so that slim. no one can see and stuff. <sighs> we got to sit backwards, but then easy fixes. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not. It's not difficult. Just a little bit of consistency mm. goes a long, long way. Yeah, yeah, and and the great thing about trying to sort of bring your breath back. Mm. So if someone's hyperventilating, like they're breathing lots of times in a minute, right? Actually, it does them much better to only practice for short durations. Okay. So just do like three or four good breaths for Mm. me and then you're done. That's your practice. You don't need to be there for 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. Because you're trying to teach them to slow down, do more. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you can get someone just to slow down, just just take two good breaths for me, you know, like ticking all the mm. boxes, slow, quiet, smooth, full, long, two good breaths, perfect. Mm. Wow. That's all you need. Come back later and do another two. Sort of once a day? Twice. Uh, no, I mean, I, I would generally, um, I would recommend to someone do it upon waking, so they're right. still in bed. Yep. Providing the alarm hasn't woken them up. Because mm. that's a stressful situation. That right? is, yeah. Your heart rate yes. just goes, fuck, yeah, yeah. through yeah, the roof. Yeah. You go, I'm late. That's not good. <laughs> so uh, upon natural rising, mm-hmm. great time to do it. And just before you go to bed. Okay. So, and again, you just lay, lay down. Mm. Yeah, get a Allow yourself to start to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. Start to focus on the breath. What's it doing? Where's it going? You're not trying to change it. Mm. You're just seeing where it's at. Mm-hmm. Allow it to kind of, it'll it'll slow down a little bit and then you can go for your practice. Oh, cool. That's simple. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Health, done. Yeah, in 26 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> With a bit of like rambling. <laughs> yeah, a bit of rambling in between. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the pre-show soundbite will probably give you all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. We can actually do that. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. We want people to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Damn it! Can't scare them off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, mm. I'm going to jump topic now. Okay, cool. Go Not because it. I feel like we're done on that one. But <laughs> my head. I my, think we covered a lot though. My There's head was there. like, uh, so we got new coffee beans. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, ethically organic beans yeah, from Crew Calf. Yeah, Crew Calf. C R U K A F E. Yeah, it was tasty. Yeah, uh, not a very complex flavor. Uh, no, it was like a single note flavor note that just went all the way through. Yeah, it was delicious. It was very nice. Mm. I actually think that would be a really nice morning coffee. Yeah, like first coffee of the day. Yeah, because it just tastes like coffee. There's nothing complex about it. You're not going to mess that up by like over-pressurizing it, under-pressurizing mm-hmm. it. Like you can't go too wrong. Yeah. And I guess the first coffee of the day, although a lot of people 
worship it. Also, a lot of people just throw it down with breakfast. So a lot of people that is breakfast. A lot of people that is breakfast. That's a terrible idea. Um, but it's just, yeah, I think that'd be a good morning coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's up there as, mm. as a potential regular. Do they do a decaf? Do you know what? I didn't even look. Oh, didn't even look. Why a decaf? I think that's the sign of a good coffee place. If yeah, it's organic good. and they have a decaf, yeah. then you're like, okay, cool. You guys maybe care. My only um, sort of, they didn't have a roast on date. Like yeah. They have a used by date, yeah. but they didn't have a roasted on date. Which but I, then Owens, I don't think does, but I think Horsham do. So I'm not have, everyone does. I'm going to have to buy some more Owens to see. I've got some in the you cupboard. Got check yeah, it. I'll check, check it when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, and I got some um, house at my, for my sister a little while ago. And there's a place called Mount 58, a mm-hmm. uh, tiny little coffee roastery in London. Um, I got some of their decaf, so we need to try that as well. I don't know if it's organic, though. Yeah, boo. Yeah. Locally, Brit is a couple of roads over from my sister, though. Yeah. So. Waitrose's own decaf beans are quite good. Oh, can I go? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're caught in a pinch. Yeah, if you're caught in a pinch. Nothing yeah. wrong with those. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure they use a Swiss water decaffeination mm. process as well. Nothing wrong with that. Is Swiss water genuinely water that's come from Switzerland, or is this different? Am I... Is the naming convention of Swiss water decaffeination. Do you know anything about it? I did do. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of in the dusty vault. Okay. No, that's not I, back there. It's not exactly everyday important <laughs> information. Yeah. It's just. I imagine probably originally yeah. it was Swiss water, mm. and now the process <laughs> is okay. done in a way that they kind of go, oh yeah, we Any do the Swiss water process. Yeah, but it's just tap with water, chlorinated Thames water stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just gonna yeah. get worse but that's maybe Wayne. but then um so we were watching a live uh beer tasting mm-hmm. thing the other day and it was quite interesting because obviously they were they were had one of the brewer brewers on there and he was talking about like the hops and all these kind of things but then he was also talking about it depends what water you're actually using so if you're using like a calcium rich one or if you're using like you get different flavors off different waters and hardness and like oh yeah of course yeah yeah of course yeah of course wow so yeah i suspect it makes a big difference Mm. the the swiss water process yeah yeah it must do has to that's crazy i love coffee <laughs> it really is amazing stuff. Yeah, it really is. But then the whole thing of, I guess, the porta filter and the pressurization—it—it's it seems so elaborate. Yes. In terms of like an extraction method of yeah. getting a, a juice from yeah. something, yeah, it's incredibly elaborate. Yeah. In terms of like trial and error stuff, how the hell did someone go from? Yeah this tiny little bean yeah on the other side of the world to oh we need to grind like you got to roast it then you got to grind it then you got to like pressurize it yeah how yeah i'm glad they did yeah but how yeah well it's a bit you know when you see it in its more sort of raw format Mm. you know in terms of like tribal tribes who use coffee Mm. they still seem to cook the bean 
mm. and like mash it up a bit and sort of almost like pestle and mortar thing. But then it's just in a pot, right? Mm. It's just boiling. A bit like a Turkish coffee. Yeah. You just boil it. Yeah. Or bring it close to boil. Yeah, yeah. All the sediment still. And the other thing I wanted to say is like Rainex pro- products. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. You finally told me which uh, product it was. Did you just send me this arbitrary text? And we're back. Technical difficulties. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other day you just sent me this arbitrary text being like, oh, that glass product is amazing. And I'm like, which one? I think I've given you like four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, great stuff. Like a butter thing. Body. It's not body butter. But it's like car butter or something. Car butter. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> no. I need to remember the brand though, because yeah. you gave me like, which is fair enough. I don't, mm. I'm not, not like yeah, yeah. grateful. Yeah. You gave me like a small amount. Yeah. It was like Just the end of a bottle. Try that. Like, yeah, yeah. Enough for one car. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely. Oh, okay. No, I think I know which uh, stuff you're talking about. Was it in like a white bottle? It's, yeah. Like a clear, it's a clear bottle. Clear bottle. Yeah. But it needs shaking to like mix it. Uh, anywho. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I will find out. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And so I was driving to Wales on the, the wettest day ever. <laughs> yeah. And I got way past Birmingham before I'd even used my windscreen wiper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. kid you not. Yeah, because... I was thinking, yeah. I'm going to get to Wales yeah. without having to use it. And the only reason I needed to use it is because something like went through a really deep puddle and just covered me. Yes. And I was like, I can't see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a hydrophobic, yeah. hydrophobic coating um, that you can put on your glass that then makes your glass a little bit more slippery. But it genuinely works. Like the the rain starts going like back up the windscreen after like 35 miles an hour. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's just safer. Everyone should be using that stuff. Yeah. And then it's actually easier to scrape your car in the winter as well. Yeah. Because the water water doesn't stick to the glass so well. uh, And and the application was easy. Yeah. Whereas like genuine Rain-X can be a little bit... They're getting better. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like ceramic coatings and stuff need yeah. time to yeah. cure and whatever. So this, so this is, is like, great. yeah, put it on, leave Spray it. Spray on, yep. rub it in, come yep. back in five minutes, yep. get rid of any residue. Yep. Sweet. And it, yeah, it'll probably last about probably six months. That's what it said on the uh, on the mm. tin. I don't buy that, but. Yeah, so probably three in the winter. Mm. Three just because of how much you're using your windscreen wipers. So that's just going to eat away at the coating ever so slightly. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant stuff. Mm. Yeah, I put it on all the cars got to have clean glass the amount of people you see in traffic and you're like how can you see out of your own windscreen i can't see out of your windscreen when a car's coming towards them at night and it like yeah. up a hill and stuff and you're like how how are you seeing anything yeah, yeah. especially now the yeah. the sun is very low and yeah, yeah. hitting all the wrong angles oh. but I, I mean i get it when i clean my glasses my glasses get a bit dirty it's like mm-hmm. oh, i'm currently living in like 1080 and then I give them a clean. It's like, oh, we're back to 4K. So <laughs> it's a bit like that in cars as well. It's just yeah. like, got to have clean glass. Yeah. And yeah. Although some windscreens are really difficult to, like the inside. Yeah. To, like you have to hang upside down. Yeah, some of them are terrible. Like, yeah, the human arm was not really yeah. designed to clean. No. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be a solution. Someone needs to fix that. Yeah. How? I don't know. That's what I'm... Yeah, some clever person. That's why I'm get, looking at you, thinking. Mr. Engineering Brain. Uh, Come on, fix it. 
Yeah, I, I did know. see the other day when we were talking about gyms and mm-hmm. like big warehouses mm-hmm. and stuff, someone's designed a drone with a window cleaning thing yep. on it. Yeah, yeah. You just pre-program the flight. Yeah. I think I spoke to you about that years ago because mm. I thought about it in terms of getting cobwebs down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just pre-program the drone to just go, right, go fly that path. Yeah. I think you'd have to f- actually fly it first originally. But yeah, the drone pilots are incredible. technology oh did you see i don't think i sent it to you some crazy american company out there has designed um it looks like something out of star wars but it's effectively like a human uh it's a drone that carries a human but the human like sits in it like an f1 style thing yeah and the the blades are not that far away from his head like the arms that jut out from this thing are not that long yeah but they're just flying it i did like through some kind of like uh farmland mm. kind of thing in america mm. that was cool i bet that's noisy though <laughs> just yeah. tip speed you can't yeah. we're just dealing with physics it's a bit like that point. one with the drums the drums that would be noisy but that was also incredible maybe safer than an actual blade i wonder if that you know is going to be methods of travel <sighs> it seems to have so many potential issues with it yeah. You look at like drone laws right now, like, or, you know, or not laws, but guidelines or whatever you want. No, there are laws. Yeah, they're pretty strict, actually. Like, there's a maximum flight altitude and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just so that people don't get stupid with their drones and try and bring down a passenger plane. That's why they do it. Yeah. Makes sense. It, I struggle to see the how it would be widely commercially yes. done. Yeah. Um, just because of obviously on the road it's one plane everyone's on the same plane but as soon as we go vertical yeah it's just a fucking nightmare because at the moment you you get that guy on the motorway who's like absolutely bombing it like going all three lanes left right left right (laughs) now just imagine him in in the air yeah having three dimensions to deal with and then obviously you got the whole thing of falling debris and falling humans and yeah parachutes and all of a sudden imagine your car tech like your learner's getting your license for your drone, your human drone would be mental because you'd have to be like, right, cool. I'm a, I can parachute by myself. <laughs> like, but it would, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. because all of a sudden you're now in the air. The if you have a problem of mass adoption. <clears throat> yeah. If you have a problem in the air, what do you do? Where at least on the ground, you just stop. But in the air, if you stop, you're falling. So yeah, you would have to, people that would want a sort of that type of pilot license. Yeah. They need to qualify for it. Yeah. And I imagine they would, I don't know, maybe it's going to evolve into the thing of we won't use them for daily travel. Would It would be like more of a sport thing. Mm-hmm. So actually we would have drone, human drone racing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But even that, that would be, I mean, that's so dangerous. Yeah. Anything in the air is just dangerous. It is. We're really not designed to leave the earth. You thought driving was stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then pilots are so chill, but then they have to be because it's such a stressful situation. They have to just be relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Future looks good. Kind of. Yeah, sometimes. There's some hope. Depends, depends which side yeah. of the coin you're looking at. There's some hope. How you, which side of the bed you rolled out of this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy. We yeah. can't get a coffee. It's a bit late for a coffee. 
Also, yeah. Is he maybe even a bit late for a decaf? It's quite a sh- like a coffee, sir. I moment. Actually, we were. I don't know. Was it? No, it wasn't you and I. We were talking about how a few people still feel like they get the sort of effectively the caffeine responses from decaf. Yeah. So whenever they have a coffee, you know, full full strength coffee, yep. you know, they get all these kind of reactions. But if they have decaf, they still get the same reactions. Mm. Um, yeah, I've come across it once or twice as well. And I, it's got to be like an association thing. Yeah, like yeah. A placebo-y the, yeah, yeah, kind it's got to be. Your body yeah. goes, oh, co- coffee. I know what this taste is. This yeah. taste means this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll make you have a poo now. Yeah. Like, or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the link is. Yeah, yeah, I'll throw you into a kind of panic attack, hyperventilating breathing and stuff. Obviously, we have done no no research on this. No, we're not. When no do we study. ever? <laughs> well, there's long, with long, maybe longest podcast ever. Oh my god! <laughs> the evening, the evening episode. Yeah, <laughs> the relaxed. <laughs> we are almost laying down. This is uh, this is so much better. This is this is the way to do it. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Love it. But we'll be going against the grain of the format. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we've got got a brand to up like uh what's the word? Yeah. Nothing wrong with running long every now and again. No. It's what people expect. It's impromptu and that's actually hopefully what's gonna make it so great. Yeah, it's clearly never scripted. Although <laughs> I mean sometimes no, we, we come with an idea of the topic, yeah. but we let the conversation flow naturally. Yes. Yeah. And and I think the podcast I shared with you the other day of Joe Rogan's. <laughs> Sorry about that. You were listening <laughs> with your mother, which I kind of cringed at um, afterwards. Um, but obviously all of his are unscripted. Yeah. But he does a lot of research beforehand. Yes. So if the person's obviously coming and talking about their book, he'll read the book and yeah. do loads of research and stuff. He's really good like that, but it is a, it's his walk. Yeah down the discovery of the information kind of thing it's yeah it's an interesting format yeah he doesn't send all the questions to no no his whoever's on and yeah yeah this is what we're going to kind of talk about yeah yeah i wonder if he would refuse to do a podcast if it was like that say his guest was actually like you can only ask me oh i suspect this he'd be like no fuck off yeah yeah good good for him yeah absolutely it's authentic isn't it i'd love a young jamie though I'd love a, I'd love a, ah, can you just research this? Can you just like, no? Do we have, yeah, sure. I think it'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) Don't think they'd get, they wouldn't have much to do in our podcast. No, not really. Yeah, we, we, no, they wouldn't actually, we don't need one. (laughs) We don't talk enough controversial stuff. Although maybe we do, I don't know. Maybe we do talk controversial stuff. Hmm. It's just we don't see it as controversial. That's probably what it is. Yeah. We definitely talk about controversial stuff. Do we? We've just told people that they don't know how to breathe. That's not controversial. Mm-hmm. Some would say that's a little controversial. We're touching on the spec. We're definitely touching on spectrums of controversial. Is that a word? Controversiality? Yeah, is now. Is now. <clears throat> Put it in the book. Yeah. We can talk about controversial stuff if you want. Ooh. Yeah. Might have to save that for another one. What though. you got? <laughs> yeah. What you got? I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial stuff. 
it's when you I think the problem with a lot of those is you realise that your level of knowledge may not be quite high enough mm. I guess over the last kind of six months I've tried to make an attempt of keeping up with the news non-corona well I try to say as much non-coronavirus related stuff as mm. possible how are you getting on with that uh i'm kind of wishing i never started um anywho so recently there was a uh british mp who um in an in in an independent uh in investigation was found guilty of lobbying for two companies and they paid him to lobby and and all these good things yeah um and it looks like the mps have now voted to be like i oh, know he didn't do anything wrong brilliant and you're just like what it, yeah, I mean, I so think, like things like that. I'm really like, I kind of wish I didn't actually know that. Yeah, because it's not going to affect my day to day life, but it just makes me really angry because you're like, he. Okay, I don't know the ins and outs of the actual story. I've not investigated it and stuff myself, so I, I'm talking headlines. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking kind of clickbait yeah. um, star articles, but even then, you're like, it just it doesn't put the government in good light. Mm-hmm. Like they're just come. I know he's your bud, and like you're all in this together and stuff, but. There's a code of ethics that you guys should be practicing. And maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Maybe he was. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's just yeah. stuff like that where I'm just like, I shouldn't be keeping up with the news. Yeah. This is putting a downer on my day. Then I'm just going to do some pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think that's why people, people get away with it for so long. Yeah. Because people just get sick. Well, yeah, I'm not. I know I'm not going to. I'm not going to change anything. Yeah, like exactly. If I go to a protest or something like, these people are still going to do what they do. Yeah. Until there's an underlying, like, change. Until sorry, until a high-profile MP goes to jail for yes. a really long time yeah. for actually breaking a law that he clearly broke yeah. or she. Yeah. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I kind of like this democracy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in terms of picking the worst evils out there, I kind of like it. Yeah. I wish they were better at it. <laughs> yeah. But. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think there are other countries that have shown that it can be done a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, it really can. Yeah. I, I was sent uh, earlier today, actually, because um, obviously fuel prices are quite steep at the moment. <sighs> Astronomical. So, um a group is trying to start a campaign whereby mm. um, basically don't buy from SO or BP. Okay. They're like the biggest oil yeah, yeah, firms. Yeah, yeah. So just avoid those two. Yeah, yeah. Go to all the others, just avoid those two. And they'll have to lower the prices and then everyone else will lower the price. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I thought, oh, that kind of makes sense. It does. Especially because we're buying oil that's probably nine, six months old. Yeah. So we should be paying barrel price from that time. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be paying now price because the the supply and demand like method here is broken. Yeah, yeah. The, the supply was generated months ago. That's right. We shouldn't be paying at current demand price. No. So but yeah, the, I, th- I thought it was. I don't know how much traction it's going to get. But. I think quite a lot when it comes to the fuel and stuff. Like people seem to get behind it. I think I remember a couple sort of similar things that the last yeah. couple of years and yeah i mean I, I think what they've I would. in the past they've kind of gone well we don't buy fuel on a monday yeah or whatever yeah, yeah but it doesn't really work because you still have to get the fuel yeah so actually picking on 
someone big like BP. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you can still then go around and yeah. there's enough other places to go fill up. Exactly. Because then you can still fill up. Yeah. I think it'll hurt. It's a bit like something like Coca-Cola. I think they tested not advertising. Right. And their sales dropped something like 30% in a week. Really? Because that thing of like people see it and they want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's when you're large enough, one bad day is felt. Like in terms of sales, impact wow. is massive. It's funny, isn't it? Eat more mango. That's my advertisement. <laughs> mango. Mango's delicious. Where did you get that stuff from? That dried out mango that you get? Oh, the juicy fruit. But what store do you buy that from? Well, I got that from Waitrose. Oh, uh, okay. I bought you a bag of that. Did you? Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but I don't know where it is. I've not eaten it, but I bought you a bag of that stuff. Thank you. Because that stuff's incredible. Delicious. The, the actual crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a crack. <laughs> but it's got... It's got a little bit of raw cane. Oh, it's got just enough sugar on it. Yeah, just enough. That is, and it's not like some. A lot of dried fruit is not shoe leather. Hard, yeah. (laughs) It's like biltong, fruity biltong, whereas it's soft. Soft, Yeah, but it's not like floppy. Like yeah, (laughs) it's the craziest. It's It's so good. Eat more mango. So good. Some of these bananas. Next time you go to the shops, okay, rather than buying Coke or Pepsi, yeah, go find the juicy fresh dried mango stuff is that actually what it's called juicy fresh know. okay no it's a uh, feast something feast comes in like a green bag yeah greeny orangey bag it's yeah. going to annoy me though that because it's, it's going to annoy me as well like i'm not, not leaving until we not find in the it basket that's behind you <laughs> is that because your kids would have seen it and be like oh well that's what i'm worried about like they took it away with them like, i know i bought chris a packet <laughs> It, it honours me when I make it onto your shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> that happens quite a lot. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. yeah. You like your food. You're I a foodie. I love my food. I love food. I don't understand how people can't love food. Because you have to You have to eat. You have to eat, yeah. So you might as well. Yeah, but for some, it's just a chore. It's just a yeah. massive chore. My like, dad. It's so weird because he, yeah, it's a chore. He eats because he has to, not because he wants to. Mm. I'm like, well, I have to eat, so I might as well eat what I want to eat. What happened to him as a child to just put him off food like that? I don't know. Did he not get too many e colours? Yeah, yeah. Food just doesn't taste as good as it did. (laughs) You know, if if you kind of go back to yeah, it does. (laughs) Like food should be, in reality, it should be nurturing and yep. delicious yep. and just fill you full of love right yeah, yeah. because you would have got it from your mother yeah and so that would have been a moment of i'm hungry i'm uncomfortable i'm crying uh oh what's this warm mm. snuggly mm. like love yeah like i'm now full yeah like, yeah yeah so so where does it kind of go wrong like, it's obviously the transition to non-mother food yeah getting yeah ripped away from the teat too yeah, early yeah how long did you breastfeed for three weeks three weeks <laughs> that's not enough <laughs> some was better than none though absolutely especially with that some was better than none some but how long would you because i mean they're saying kind of seven years again i think there you 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 have to look at your where we've come from so you have to look at indigenous 
right. kind of tribes. Like, what do, what do they do? Do they still? I th- I think certainly in times of like mm, famine, okay. they yeah. would. Because I guess you feed the mom, yeah, and she will produce some. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and also not necessarily. It, it it wouldn't necessarily just be the mum feeding. Like, if someone else, like you could have a nursing. Okay, cool. I thought you were going to say the dad, and I was like, what tribes are we talking about? I'm yeah, if you, you suck hard enough for long enough <laughs> on a male nipple. <laughs> <laughs> don't try that at home kids <laughs> well, i mean you can if you want whatever gets the juices flowing um i as as far as i know no okay not cool. unless you probably have to take some artificial hormones or something um but yeah yeah, yeah wet wet nurse yeah. stuff. yeah i, th- I think like a, a general kind of consensus my head sort of says three okay like a, a and again, it'll vary yeah, like child the, to child. Yeah, the child yeah. will get to a point where it goes, yeah, no more. Like, give mm. me food. Mm. I want food. Would you, so what, is that for three years, that's just milk? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's enough. Oh. oh okay, damn. Okay, cool. That just completely blew everything out of the water that I knew. Yeah. I thought the transition to um, solid food happened quite early on. People, society, society. Society, yeah societal pressures get back to work yeah get them on a bottle quick yeah so that you can crack on with life don't yeah. worry about nurturing yeah you did that for the first yeah, you, six months yeah or the you first did that year. for the first, yeah, yeah. first six weeks yeah well done oh we got that so fucking backwards yeah I think we do generally and you know, I mean, I've I've heard of it and and spoken to people where they just the idea of breastfeeding for them is just repulsive. That seems to be quite a thing. Yeah, which is a real shame. Mm. Like it is genuinely really valuable to a. Uh, otherwise, the mechanism wouldn't have survived evolution yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We would have come up with another way of doing that. Yep, and not just from a food perspective actually from a physical development developmental yeah. perspective you're developing muscles yeah when, you're, breast, hard work. when you're breastfeeding yeah it's hard work yeah hard work. yeah yeah you're not just sucking on a bottle mm. you're actually using the jaw and the tongue and mm. yeah you're actually strengthening deep spinal muscles which i'm guessing you can't really strengthen any other way no <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a large impact when those muscles are underdeveloped in fully grown humans. Yes. Yeah. Balance issues and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That's why you have to get people crawling on the floor. Okay. Not enough crawling as children. Yeah, so if they if they didn't have enough development, you, know, mm. you have to take them back through that kind of process sometimes for rehab perspective. I actually touched on a video of Paul Checks the other day talking about um, infant movement patterns. Mm. And he was saying that to do them badly is actually worse than to not do them. Yeah, okay. He was kind of saying because they're so fundamental to go back to such a basic and then do them badly, Yeah. don't touch them if you're going to do that. So like if you are going to then go explore that avenue, have someone who really does know what they're doing helping you a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of the feeling I got. That's not actually what he was saying, but like that's that's the feeling I got from that. Fair enough. And like, how wrong can you get it? And surely, 
the whole thing of infant movement is they're figuring it out. They are bashing up against stuff. They are they are discovering. They are learning. Yeah. So surely you would actually want to bring that back. Yeah. A little, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I guess it depends. What you're trying to correct and why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. How bad like, is the problem? How bad is the yeah. problem you're trying to correct? Yeah. Yeah, is probably more the issue. Mm. Because a lot of the time with some of the infant patterns, like you don't really give much instruction, mm. like because you want to see whether it's in there. Oh, okay. As a like, it's like okay, I want you to lay down on the floor, and I want you to to wriggle from here to there, kind of thing. Yeah. Because you're looking to see whether it's still in the software. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they'll think it, and it, and quickly you kind of go, "This isn't working." Yeah. So you look for something else, and 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 it's just, is it in the software? Okay. I remember you told me about an exercise where you sit on the floor, legs out in front of you, mm-hmm. so an L shape, mm-hmm. and then you are lifting one leg vertically off the floor and and moving it forwards. Oh yeah, and then putting it back down. And then you do the other one. Yeah, like you, a but like a bum walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that an infinite infant movement pattern? Yeah. Okay. Because anytime I anytime I show that to someone, they're like, I can't do that. <laughs> so what do you mean you can't do that? Yeah. They're like, no, I can't. I don't think I can do that. Well, it's like, well, obviously you can't because you just told yourself you can't. But what do you mean you can't? You don't think you can yeah, do that? Yeah, you can do that. If they can walk, they should yeah, be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. But that's a fun one. Yeah. It's actually quite a workout as well. Going backwards. Oh, mind that. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, infant development stuff is really interesting because as, as uh, fully grown, capable adults... Mm. we think the the limbs of movement are the legs and the arms right yeah like you think this i walk because i have legs no they're just the bits at the end right they're like the metronome at the end of the movement they don't initiate it no that comes from the core yeah like everything comes from the core though which is why you know when you look at um like the paralympics yeah and you someone can swim and they don't have limbs yeah 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 because okay. the movement doesn't happen mm. from the limb. Okay. You know, the tail doesn't wag the dog. Yeah. But but we all think, oh, well, I walk because I've got legs. Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't it like saying then you've got like five limbs then? How many limbs do you have? Five. Five. So the torso is a limb. Uh, no, head head is Head's limb a, number one. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So a, a limb is... Extremity. Extremity. Is an extremity, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So head head number one. Okay. Arms. Dominant arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Non dominant arm. Dominant leg. Non dominant leg. Yeah. Yeah. Is dominance picked at like birth? Um because obviously you got left handed people. They didn't they probably didn't choose to be left handed, but writing right handed just was not working for them. So like is that a inbuilt kind of left handedness? And then I guess that goes on, like, how can you be ambidextrous? Obviously, it's, that's a trained thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just from a neurological perspective, there is a there is a dominance factor in mm. terms of one limb becomes, it gets to the game quicker. Oh, okay. For whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then obviously stuff can happen along the way to condition. Mm-hmm. So everyone uses their right hand yeah, yeah. to, you know, and if you're or, a child who picks up a, pen in your left hand it gets removed from your left hand and yeah, your right yeah. hand like, golf no, no, no. clubs yeah. yeah yeah don't be stupid yeah right hand yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. yeah 
Are you talking from experience? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You poor thing. A- Amber, mm. uh, she definitely would have been left-handed. Really? Yeah. Except she fractured her collarbone when she was like three. Uh, and that stopped her. At, yeah, because like she a, yeah, then yeah she was immobile on that side for a while. Yeah, but she was very left dominant. Oh, wow. I wonder if she'd still be left dominant on the foot then. Well, not necessarily because, again, you can have... <laughs> of course you can. Yeah. So you can be right arm dominant, left, left foot, foot dominant. dominant. Yeah. Does it switch? Like, say, could, in, could. in later age. Yeah, it could. There's no reason why not. Yeah, I guess why not. And again, injury is yeah. kind of... Big driver know, for you that. You could get, like, brain trauma or something mm. like that, and that could definitely influence it. That's kind of what I was thinking, a yeah. bit of a bump, and then all of a sudden, yeah. I'm a lefty. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I need, now need to learn how to be a lefty. Yes. Right doesn't feel natural anymore. No. Oh, humans are amazing. Being being ambidextrous is entertaining sometimes. Yeah. Like, I can genuinely sometimes forget which hand to hold the fork in. <laughs> it doesn't matter as long as it gets food to the <laughs> yeah, mouth. to my like, face, yeah, I don't care. I've started practicing the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really hard. For something so simple, it's really hard. Yeah. But then I remember talking to Mike Way about it and he was like, uh, try not to do it too much. You'll, um, like the brain won't like it. But I was a bit like, surely... The brain won't like yeah, it. Yeah, he was talking about, uh, I think he was talking about sort of loads on the on the brain. Oh, right. I spoke to him about wanting to learn to become more left yeah. capable. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, just be a bit cautious. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So the big one's brushing my teeth left-handed. It's actually surprisingly hard, but I'm getting pretty good at it now. You learn to hold your head still. Yeah. I have to go for a walk. I have to actually kind of wander around. I can't stand and look at myself in the mirror while I do it. <laughs> Because my, <laughs> no, because um, I guess my brain is looking for the normal reflection of yeah. 30 years of right-handedness. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's seeing a reflection that's like, what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those things like, okay, just to make it actually less daunting as a, as like a mental thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just wander around and go for like a little lap, yeah. little lap of the house. But also you're, you're sort of focusing in on terms of the, the yeah. feel. Yeah, and yeah. the input. Yeah. So you're reducing kind of input to yeah. a degree yeah, yeah. so that you can focus on what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But then even though I'm getting really good at making, uh, oh, sorry, not, either, even though I'm getting really good at brushing my teeth, I then tried to make a cup of tea the other day with my left hand. It's really hard to just like stir a mug, but like well, smoothly. Yeah. Without yeah. like knocking the side of the... <laughs> going in a square. Yeah. <laughs> without going in a square. It's really hard. And I was like, but I can brush my teeth really well. But it just shows how much your your mind actually has to know the movement. Yep. Mm. You have to have experienced it. You have to have like trained everything. Mm. Knowing what it is is not enough. You have to have actually done it. Yeah like nervous system and stuff. And it's not fast, not yet. Like speed obviously comes from being able to, I don't know where the speed's going to come from. Patterning, lots of patterning. Okay, just lots of doing. And yeah. see, like whipping cream is great being ambidextrous. Okay, yeah. So you when you get tired. You get just, tired, just change over. Yeah. 
I'll get there. Yeah, you will. And then I told my brother-in-law that I was trying to become more left-hand competent. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like I was absolutely mental. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, but I was a bit like, I want to do it while I can before I have to. <clears throat> yeah. Because if I ever have to, then that transition becomes a lot less stressful. But yeah, even like really simple things, if you catch yourself, you know, most of us put on a jacket and a jumper. Yeah. Like one way. Yes. Trying to catch yourself and put it the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. You like look like an idiot. Yeah. What Sometimes you, you just you can't. Doing? Trying to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just can't figure it out. You just can't, your mind can't actually comprehend. Yeah, what to how, do. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the only comparison you have is this incredibly competent other side of your body. Yes. So you can't even be like, show me the half. <laughs> dumb it down a little bit. Yeah, dumb it down so a little I bit. I can't. Yeah. Because the, yeah, the comparison is so good. Yeah. That's why you need those t-shirts. Like I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're actually pointing just to the, uh, the other side of your body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll get there. I'm trying to think of, uh, things that I definitely don't do in an ambidextrous way. I'm trying to think what they are. I really want to try and drive a left-handed drive manual car. Because again, in my in my head, right-handed, it's all good. Mm. But left-hand, it's going to be such a different kettle of fish. Because now all of a sudden, left-hand's controlling the steering, right-hand is doing the gear stick. Yeah. I think it'll be funny. It's not as weird as you think. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, it, it does catch you out. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's not as weird as you think. Okay. Skimming stones. I, def- I that, can't really throw with my left. <laughs> that's a real challenging thing to do with okay. the other. Have you seen no. the World Championship skin uh, stone? <clears throat> no. Oh my God. Sorry to interject. Yes. I saw a video the other day and even I was like, how? Is this CGI? Like, how? That thing, he threw that stone far and that just kept <laughs> bouncing. That was insane. Did I, I mean, does it have to like go in a straight line? Or I like, don't know. I don't know what the rules were. <clears throat> Is this on like Red Bull sponsored by Red Bull? <laughs> Probably. If not, it will be seen. It's kind of obscure sport they get stuck mm. into. Yeah, like they do the crazy like cliff diving and stuff. Where they build those massive towers and the guys just free dive off it. Even they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, that's really high. Those people are nuts. I know, even a 10 meter board is high. Yeah. yeah. Mental. I don't know why you're talking of diving into water. Have you seen that? Uh, I think it's called the Strid. It's the most dangerous stretch of water. Oh. It's in the UK. Oh. <laughs> and basically, at a point, this river turns on its side. Uh, okay. So so the landscape just yeah, yeah. narrows Before, down, but yeah, gets yeah. super deep. Right. And But... On the on the surface, it looks quite yeah, calm. Yeah, yeah, and people are just getting sucked down. Yeah, basically, yeah. if you go into it, you're you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undercurrents <clears throat> are yeah, killing so um, many people. A guy took like a um, like an echo mm-hmm. location thing and started to yeah, you know, test test depths, and 
they they'd previously sort of said that they they thought the deepest part was somewhere around 20 meters or something mm-hmm. so he was like finding 10 meters here and 15 and 20 and then 50 <laughs> just out of nowhere yeah just out of nowhere 50 just meters ping. yeah yeah shit that yeah that'll do it and it's like not clean like it's not mm. clear running water it's like dark muddy kind of water yeah so you wouldn't even know yeah I wonder what's living down there nothing oh or something like, yeah, it's mental. Mm. Just the, the wouldn't dive into that. I wouldn't. Um, yeah, just the pressure change. Yeah, because like, the water accelerating and stuff as it like shifts. That's insane. Yeah, that's what always amazing me with free divers. Mm. Like they go deep. Mm. Like the pressure must be massive. Try and aim for the bottom of a swimming pool, and you're like, "Oh God, got a nosebleed!" <laughs> Just the paddling pool. <laughs> They're mental, though. Free divers—they are mental. It's like if you come up wrong, you you're dead. Yeah, yeah. If you don't decompress properly, you're dead. Like there's oxygen in your blood, and you're dead. Yeah, it's dangerous. Also, what a sport! Let me see how long I can hold my breath. See the world record? Nearly 25 minutes yeah. of breath holding. 25 minutes. And he's doing something as well. Like, dude's swimming. Well, he's not. Uh, no, no, this was done recently and he's just laying there. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what the hour record is. The what? Um, in cycling on the track, there's um, there's a kind of competition called the hour record. Mm-hmm. How fast can someone ride in an hour? Ooh. Oh no, sorry, how far can someone ride in an hour? Right. Um, it's always done on a velodrome mm-hmm. um, for controlled purposes, so yeah. it becomes a fair test. Yeah. Um, the only thing that seems to change is what velodrome are you doing it in? Yeah. Because altitude will have a slight difference on air thickness, but also then um, oxygen concentration um, and stuff like that. So you have to be incredibly selective. But there's a really, really good British rider called Alex Dowsett. And I saw the other day that he was going for the hour record Um and I just didn't keep up with it. I didn't watch it and stuff. And I just thought I need to, Ooh. I just need to go find out because he's a really nice guy. Um, I've actually met him. It's like he was a hell of a lot shorter than like the TV makes him look on a bike. Yeah. He looks, I kind of envisioned he was going to be kind of almost six foot, yeah. but he's not, he was shorter than me. Um, and yeah, he's just, just a really nice guy. So Eddie Merckx, arguably the best cyclist of all time. Um, something like 535 professional rate um, victories. So dude, he was known as the cannibal. Dude was just, yeah, he just wanted to win more than anyone else. Um, I think he said training for the hour record took 10 years off his life. Damn. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a feat of human performance. How would you do that? <coughs> Cyclists are crazy. Yeah, that's true. They just they love the pain. I think they get addicted to the pain, and it's actually how much I need more. I need more pain. I need. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I think you can get addicted to anything. So mm. why not? You have to like fall in love with it. Otherwise, why else would you ride your bike for six hours a day? Yeah. Yeah, like you just have to look at Paris Roubaix this year. So a race in northern France from Paris to Roubaix. Um, they go over the cobbled sections of farm. Mm-hmm. farmland yeah um it hasn't been wet for 20 years because 
there's also a, a different time of year. It's normally in the spring. Um, it's known as a spring classic, but because of COVID and restrictions and stuff, they moved it later in the year. So yeah, it hasn't been wet for 20 years. So these guys were racing over cobbles, like French cobbles, proper cobbles, yeah. just mud and just, it rained that entire race. I mean, it was a hell of a thing to watch as a spectator. I bet. Um, but yeah, what what normal person would want to put themselves through that? Apparently they feel like doms everywhere after that race, just because they get thrown around yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. They just like throw the bikes away. They're just like, <laughs> they're pretty much like you have a bike for the spring classics and then that's it because they're so brutal. <coughs> and then there was a guy, um, this Tour de France just been one of the professional riders who wasn't riding the Tour. He rode, well, he did ride the Tour, but not, he wasn't racing it. Mm. So he rode the entire route including the transfers between the stages oh, yeah. by himself, yeah. self-supported, like they would have done in the original Tour de France. Yeah. And he beat the peloton by like three days or something. Three days? Yeah. Obviously, he didn't rest on the rest day and he just rode and yeah, rode yeah, and rode yeah. and rode and rode. Um, but yeah, he beat the peloton to Paris. Wow. What an absolute nutter. And he did it in um, like a sandal, like a croc. <laughs> so he had proper shoes on and stuff, but he started getting knee pain and he just thought, well, I want to ride anyway. So what? how can I make this situation kind of work? And he was like, oh, the sandal will give me a bit of freedom. Yeah. Um, and he needed some flat pedals. So he tried to buy just the flat pedals from a supermarket who were selling bikes. And they were like, no, we can't just sell you the pedals. So he bought, <laughs> he bought the bike just for the pedals. Brilliant. But I took the bike, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he rode the whole thing in his sandals. That's amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> and he has to like cut the one strap off and dude just got the job done. Yeah. I was so inspired. It was like so inspiring. That's so cool. And he raised so much money and stuff and he's just right. absolute legend. And just like his whole outlook on the whole thing. So it'd be like his camp was just be like wet all night, like rained all night. Everything's wet. And you wake up and be like, yeah, it's all good, man. Like his, just his whole attitude to everything. Like nothing was a problem, even though it was a problem. Mm -hmm. He'd still be like, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah. I've, I've, I've watched a couple of videos of like some of the crazy long rides that he's done. He's been like the back end of Romania or something and his chain rings bent and they found some guy trying to straighten it. And he's like, it's making it so much worse and stuff. And he's just like, <laughs> but he's not freaking out. He's like, he's accepting of the situation, but he's nice. still like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's from Australia where him and his brother would just go ride in the outback for hours. So you obviously, you learn to make a plan. Yeah. And, and adapt to yeah. whatever comes your yeah, way. Yeah. With whatever you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows, but oh, what, a, what an inspiration. What a fucking legend. Brilliant. Brilliant. And he tried to document it. You can watch on uh, Rafa's uh, YouTube page. You can watch it. Um, Rafa is spelled R-A-P-H. Yeah. A. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just for those that don't know. Yeah. And the only reason it's on Rafa is because um, Rafa sponsored the pro team that he rides for. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's fully documented and stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. What a legend. And then I think the next video that they'll be rele releasing is on the cape epic which is this incredible uh, mountain bike race where you're in a team of two um but you both have to ride together mm -hmm. so it's the time's kind of taken on 
the second person to cross the line. Yeah. Um, and it's like a stage race through Africa and you sleep in like tents overnight and it's just insane. I'd love to do it one day. It's mental. I don't think I'd ever would, but like, I'd love to do it. But I think they've changed it. So where before they would kind of tour, they mm-hmm. would they would walk through, but it costing so much money and stuff to move base camp every time. So I think base camp is now uh, stationary and then they kind of ride out and back. Yeah. So the, the route has changed or the route format has changed. But yeah, that's a bike ride I'd love to do one day. There's that one they go across America, isn't there? Race across America. Where it's... Again, completely self-supported un- unsu- and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, self-supported. Yeah. Just yeah, knock yourself start out. Start here, finish yeah, yeah. there, yeah. crack on. Yeah, see no you. one's going to be there celebrating and yeah, yeah. sleep when you can sleep. And yeah. Don't know if I'd do that. That seems a bit mental. I like sleep. <laughs> like as much as I like these crazy adventures, I like the fact it's like, yeah, cool. I'm only going to be in this for six hours, eight hours. Like, Yeah. I'm not having to break that mental barrier of like, oh, I need 48 hours of no sleep. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It's weird stuff happens when you really go sleep deprived. Yeah. Like, like have you ever listened to Courtney DeWalter, the ultra long distance marathon She's runner? the runner. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's been on Joe Rogan once or twice and she talks about like hallucinating and stuff just running through the middle of fucking nowhere and you're just like, this sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. Because, like, no one's going to find you. Yeah. But she's a machine, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. Absolute weapon. She kind of um, goes down to, like, in terms of planning, she's like, this is when I'll sleep. And yeah, five minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. only let me sleep yeah, yeah. for this long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it comes down to that. But she's also super normal. I think she was a teacher, so she kind of, like, came into this out of, like, passion. Um, but she's full on, like, yeah, I'll just eat wherever I want tacos and beer before the start of the race yeah no carb loading no carb loading maybe that's not the secret obviously carb loading doesn't work but maybe that's her secret she's keeping it so chilled yeah no stress yeah like yeah cool we eat wherever we can yeah it's all good gummy bears and tacos going with the flow yeah there's a lot to be said for that It's definitely a skill that maybe more people need to learn. Yeah. Just be more accepting of your not in control. Yeah. But you can be in control, but only of yourself. Right. Yeah. So how you respond to stuff yeah. and yeah. actions that you take. Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone cuts you up in traffic, it's not your fault. Like he cut you off in traffic, but you control how you react to that. Yeah. So you can either be like, I'm not going to react. It's cool. It's fine. Or you can hooted him and and swear and whatever yeah he's not going to care though because he he's cut into traffic like he's done what he was going to do yeah so don't let that then like ruin the rest of your yeah, day and being like oh they're fucking dickhead trying to cut me off in traffic yeah, yeah. doesn't matter yeah but then sometimes like someone might associate with like you're more relaxed that's fine you know do whatever you, do whatever mm. he needs to do as like a bit of a you're being a pushover yeah <clears throat> but isn't that just like, like I pick my battles weakness. but it's not though isn't that the whole like that would to me that would be the modern definition of being meek uh-huh like you have your weapon but you choose to sheath it so you yeah you could yeah absolutely 
take control of that situation. But uh, you're like, eh, I don't need to. Yeah. Like this is not, it's not worth the effort. It's not, yeah. there's bigger things. Yeah. Don't rise to the bait kind of thing. Like, yeah. Don't sweat the small stuff. No. Yeah. What's going on? Well, we've been <coughs> podcasting for so long. I've had to put my password back in my laptop <laughs> just to see how long we've been podcasting for. An hour and 20 minutes. Dang. This is why long podcasts are such a thing. But I'm running out of battery on my Mac, so <laughs> we're going to have to call this an evening. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like It's getting pretty low. Yeah. I'm trying to see how much. It's so low, they won't tell me how much battery I have. Oh, damn. Oh, do you want to go get coffee? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost bedtime, man. Yeah, it's bedtime. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And on that note. On that note. Good night. Everyone. Good night. Why not? Why not? <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>